Hello, welcome to the Swan Gamer. I'm your host, Rob. I've been joined by the Twitch chat who joined me or tried to join me Monday through to Friday, 11 till sometime. Uh, so 11 a.m. GMT, so British time. Uh, English time, fucking, who cares? Uh, right, so okay, uh, I've been away for a couple of days. Uh, so recording this as a, as a podcast and as a YouTube video. So what up, uh, podcast hydro homies? Please do stay hydrated. And to the YouTube thugs, you know, just be you if you want to be, I guess. Uh, I'm joined by these wonderful people, like Swaggy in the chat, Lil Burn Level, Rob Kelly, Afimi, uh, Bobbin, Leo Crusher, all sorts of, uh, Tristan, all sorts of uh, menaces, uh, but some of my favorite people, and the wonderful Lex, yes, hello. And today I'm going to be talking about, uh, I'm going to be updating you with what I was doing at the weekend, but also talking to you about a really exciting project. Okay, what am I talking about? Number one, uh, I am pretty much a tournament gamer. I do play games in my casual time, like in evenings. One of the things that I'm aiming to do next year is set up a club. Ah, oh, thanks to Chase B for donating 10 gift subscriptions. Let's go! That's how you support the show, by the way, or on Patreon. Any of those two are ways to support the show, yeah? That's great. Love that. These people have supported the show for nearly five years now. Uh, so my love to them. And we're growing. We're getting bigger. Okay. Um, so I was in Sweden at the weekend. Oh, yeah. I'm more of a tournament gamer. Okay. So normally I'll play games at tournaments. I review uh, tournament games. I don't really play anything other than 2,000-point Warhammer. 2,000-point match play with whatever the current standard rules are. Now, that'll probably put you... If you're new and you've never listened to me, I guess that'll put you in the category of he's a competitive gamer is the kind of moniker that I guess you would attach to me. I'm an aggressive competitive gamer. And I absolutely no doubt that when I play games, I wish to win at those games. It's not a problem. It's not my first concern. My first concern is having fun. That's my first concern. Yeah. To quote my good friend, Mr. Jacob Berry from the tough crowd. Yeah. We always try to make it so that fun is our number one priority and everything is second. Yeah. He's not very eloquent, and that wasn't a direct quote, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, I am a tournament gamer, but I also like having fun. And in addition, in addition, I actually am really invested in what the Age of Sigmar universe is. I care about the miniatures. I think they look really cool. Uh, sometimes I'll print different miniatures because I think they look cooler, yeah, and then I'll paint them up. I really like the universe. I especially like creating boards. Uh, I have the arena here in uh, Nottingham in the UK, um, and I'm in the process of my third Age of Sigma board at the moment, which is going to be a Fire Slayer board, right? And because that creates an evocative tabletop space, which creates cinematic games, which I'm very personally invested in. And ultimately, the lore is something that really backs up that. I've tried to express this on the show lots of times. Some people will describe themselves as, quote-unquote, narrative gamer. I have no problem with someone quoting themselves as a narrative gamer or, quote-unquote, casual gamer. I'm a casual gamer. That's also true. Yeah, four Iron Blasters are my current narrative. Um, but <laughs> the, the wonderful thing about Age of Sigmar and 40K is probably true for this as well, and the Heresy is true, and Necromunda is true, and probably most game systems are true for this, is that when you build a, a force in Age of Sigmar, you're building a narrative force. You're building an army that is inherently narrative. It's got the army's like narrative, whatever that may be, and then it's got the sub-factions narrative, whatever that may be, and then you've got the individual narrative of the War Scrolls themselves. They've all got a unique identity. It's one of the selling points that Games Workshop work really hard to do and create for us because it's another hook. If you can't get hooked by the fact that it hits on threes, you can get hooked on the fact that um, it's, a, it's a, a, a magical entity that uh, spits fire. 
Like, it's one of those narrative hooks. The issue is, I think, is that narrative events are very rare around the globe. Um, I've been to a few, actually, myself. Yeah, I've also been to lots of what you would call, consider, quote-unquote, uh, narrative, uh, um, sorry, tournament. Sorry, I've been to narrative events, yeah, around the world and I've also obviously been to tournaments like what you would consider to be competitive tournaments classic 2000 points thank you to uh, do not get blow do not get blow on crack donated five pounds to the show I think I think donos get blow not crack that's it thank you five pounds smashed it really appreciate you uh, quote narrative unquote yes um so one of the things that, uh, uh, yeah, one of the things that I, oh God, so much, so much fucking falling over my own words. Anyway, you have narrative tournaments or events and they are almost non-existent. There are like four in the world, like, like ever. And then you've got like, you've got normal 2000 point tournaments, which happen every weekend, multiple times. We cover them every Monday. Rob and Ziggy do the stats for them from all around the world. That doesn't include 2,000.1 day events, of which there are even more of those around the world. And yet, they never mesh. You don't really mesh. And it's, I think, disingenuous to say that those tournament gamers aren't interested in the narrative element to it as well. Okay, so with all of that said, um, incoherently rather than just talking... <laughs> <laughs> With all of that said, chat, Dave, right? All of that said, yeah, we can talk about what I was doing at the weekend because I was in Sweden, okay? So I was at a Malarkey. Uh, well, I was at a Malarkey event. So I was at a narrative event, right? And it was a 1,000 points, okay? So um, for, for people in the chat, especially tournament gamers in the chat, they'll be like, well, that doesn't overly count. But this is something that could very much easily be scaled up to 2,000 points, um, and I actually love this. So what is it? Very quickly, just imagine it's an overlay for a, a match play event. So let's say that you're playing in a... Let's say that you're playing in a match play event of any sort, and then you're using BCP or Tabletop TO, or whatever the pairing, or Pun Pun, or Exxon. I'm not going to forget any of those. Don't, like, don't, don't worry. You're using any of those uh, pieces of software to track the event. Great. No problem. Everything's good. Everything's cool. Everything's chill. Okay? That, that's your normal event that you would go to. There's no problem. If, right, um, uh, you could take any normal, I mean, like, you just play what you think looks cool. Agreed. Right? So, but if you wanted to do something like they did at the weekend, you could use malarkey. Okay, so what is malarkey? All right, really simple. Uh, you can create leagues um, and other things on here. You effectively sign up and you uh, you you register. Yeah, you register as being like uh, for one of the warlords. Okay, so here are the warlords. Like for chaos, you got Kayla, Wyrmslayer, and Garlox, Sure Steel, and one of those other things. And then when you play in a battle, like so, this if you're just playing in one of your regular battles. So here you can see my event, my battles from the weekend. I try and make this bigger. Actually, hold on. Um, you can see my uh, results from the weekend. Uh, you can see that I played Daniel Sundberg, Marcus Peterson, um, and uh, and your Haxon. Um, so I played these three people at the weekend. Um, and you can see what armies they were playing, and you can see that we're playing in the league, the shadow of the world axis. But let me tell you about the event really quickly. What happened was we got to the event, and then the TOs were like, here is a story for the event. 
Yeah, there was a. It was really cool. There was a. There was really really cool. There was a, a graphic, and they were like, "Look, chaos control the southern gate of this castle." All right, and then initially, um, I think it was order are coming to like defeat the castle. Right. Okay, amazing, right? But death aligned in ambush for the Order Army, and then it turns out the destruction have already ambushed the Death Army. And you're like, amazing. So then Death and uh, Chaos went to play each other, Order, and Thingy went to play each other, uh, Order and Chaos. But all that happened was you just played a normal game. You absolutely played a normal, regular game. Uh, I mean, it was a 1,000 points, but you could. Like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is so acceptable to play. And then... In the next round, they were like, oh, Chaos have kept the castle uh, because they defeated Order. Uh, and now, and then, like, whoever beat the other two in the, that setup, um, I think it was Death. Death beat Destruction, so then Death got to try and attack the castle while the other two limped away and battled each other on the fringes. And then round three, same thing happened again. So it's just, re- and, then, and then at the end, for the, event, the end results, you had like, you had like, oh, and Chaos uh, have defended the castle against everybody. Uh, Order have taken some massive losses and they've run away. It took maybe an additional five fucking minutes to add to a tournament. Like, almost moments to add on to a tournament. And I run tournaments here at the TSN Arena, but also I've attended tons of events. And it's not beyond the ability of pairings programs and also things like Malarkey to register those results in a kind of table so that like even at the end of each round you can see that chaos are winning and that's awesome the the things that i enjoyed about it were i really enjoyed knowing who else was in my chaos team and like supporting them even though i was playing my games individually i wasn't in a team i immediately started to go and talk to people in my team and be like yes we're teammates let's go right that was great so then you kind of had an ability like a reason to go talk to other people which i thought was really awesome number 2 it gave you like a, a like an overarching narrative of why you're playing the games as well not just like hey i'm meeting a person which is already a fantastic experience just meeting a person playing a random game which i really enjoy as well um so that was really great and i really enjoyed that thank you to griffin gaming harlow uh, for raiding us, what up? I'm talking, uh, I'm currently recording a video for YouTube, but uh, feel free to jump in, right? Um, you mean there was no horrific to balance extra narrative rules and instead just a cool narrative and proper Warhammer? Rima Night Spear is correct. There was nothing, there was nothing, this is the kind of fear I think tournament gamers always had, that when you add random narrative stuff in, you just kind of like break the game a little bit. Not that the game isn't not broken in some ways, because it always is a bit. But like it pretty much works, and we all understand what the game state is, right? Um, which is great. But what this is is just something additional, and at, at the moment free. I think maybe in the future, maybe there's plans to charge for something. I don't know, yeah, because it's a lot of work. But the idea is, is you just jump on there, you create a story. So I'm running an event this weekend, and I'm running an events over Christmas, and I'm running events uh, next year as well, and I'm going to definitely do this every single event it's so fun just to like at the end like because if there's like a solo destruction player at your event and you'll be like destruction faction's not doing very well and it's just him on his own like what <laughs> whereas all the order bros can like go off and like i don't know kick poor people or whatever it is order players like to do you know chaos people can just be creepy weirdos looking at some weird websites on their phone you know what i mean you know the sort of people i'm talking about um so yeah like it's just a really cool thing 
the, the website itself is great, and I'm sure if you go around, I haven't used much of the functionality yet. I'm sure there's more uh, that you can actually uh, take the time to look at. But the thing that I enjoyed about it, because this is the feedback that I want to give, I also played loads of new people as well. Like everyone I played, it was basically intro games. So it's not like it was like, it's not like it was like, like uh, super challenging games, but they were really fun games. But the story, the overarching story of the event was what was really wicked. And it's something super easy to overlay onto a match play event. Because let's be honest, there are, load, like, there are loads of people who fall amongst the cracks of going to a tournament, where they go to a tournament and they're like, I like going to a tournament, but I'm not overly bothered about trying to win the event. I just like being there. But if you give them some reasons to be there other than just trying to win then like your team wins because you could like come dead last but chaos won and you were in chaos and you can be like whoop 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 like that's wicked like it's so fun i really like that you could do normal pairings you don't have to do anything you just have to track which grand alliance they're in then if you have a large enough event you could track it by sub faction as well uh by faction as well um um uh, but yeah i just think that's uh do you still end up fighting in faction uh, so you know, yeah, you could, yeah, you could easily play chaos versus chaos as well. Just it's just a regular tournament, just a regular, regular tournament. Okay, like that's all. And then you would overlay this. You could also just use this for your games at home. There's a feature. Let me try and find it. Um, where you register your battle. Okay, is it battle? Register a battle. Okay, so I'm going to show you this really quickly, uh, so you can see. Um, let me make this a bit bigger. Right, so select the game. I'm playing Age Sigma. Battle size is 2,000 points. So that'll be a match play event. The date was today. Uh, the uh, name of the battle was, um, I don't know, Twitch, Twitch battle, let's say. Right, but then what's cool here is you can have a description. And I know that Jesper, um, I don't know if I can actually see. Jesper, I don't know if I'm allowed to click on his profile. I don't think I am. Um... Jesper, who's currently leading the leaderboard at the top here, he's in Sweden. Uh, Jesper writes his battles out. He writes like a whole story for his battle. So in that register battle section, he he writes a, the whole tale, like from a narrative perspective. He was like, we were in the smallest village and we heard the thundering crash of two armies. Uh, like, you know, he writes it from like the third uh, perspective. And I love, I like that. I think that's really fun as well. Like ultimately it just gives you a vehicle to do a thing. Anyway, I want to say thank you to the Malarkey guys uh, for looking after me at the weekend. It's absolutely true that I got uh, taken out, sat down, and fucking made to do this process. But it's not a tough pitch. They were like, just play Warhammer, but also this happens. And I was like, all right, I'm in. All right, fine. You got me. You got me, you motherfuckers. Because I'm a bit difficult sometimes. Sometimes you have to, like, you know how you have to lead a horse to water? You have to pick me up, put me in the water, and splash water on my face. And then I'm like, water's pretty good. Like, this is a pretty good feature. So, yeah, I'm like, this is really excellent. And also as a TO, I'd like to take the time to make it so that people who attend my events have a little additional fun. On top of that, I get to flex as a story writer as well. A little bit. I get to make up some nonsense story, which is cool, yeah, and fun. Um, so, like, that's a really fun and engaging element as well. And ultimately, if we get the opportunity to make it so that uh, tournament gamers, quote unquote, yeah, and then uh, narrative gamers, quote unquote, become closer together, because ultimately we're just a we're just a big family of the same gamers. And I honestly think that match play Warhammer is kind of like. It just feels like Warhammer. 
And if you can create it so there's some level of narrative DMing you put on top, I don't think the competitive gamers would be bothered. And I think that it really helps the narrative gamers feel more like that they're there if you self-identify as a narrative gamer, even though tournament gamers are narrative gamers. Um, so there we go. Um, Rob got indoctrinated by nice people. <laughs> Let's see what the chat think. Let's see what the chat think of this. Um, uh, uh, hello, Hazel. Hope you're well. Thanks for a lovely uh, channel, Rob. Uh, be a proud part of the Twitch chat. Oh, Irrelevant Prime, you're wonderful. Thank you. David Adams, thanks for resubscribing. Loads of love. Uh, Grand Lion Order are basically all locked, so that's super true. Uh, add value is always good. I agree. Like, that's all you're doing. I'm talking about adding value to tournaments that already exist. That's all I'm talking about. That's all I'm talking about. Like, I'm sure the Malarkey boys would like you to go a lot further. Create leagues. I know there's a league system in there. I'm sure they'd want you to write, like, a whole fucking book and then record it on the top of a mountain while wind whistles by. Whatever. Um, I would love one. Would love a decaf mocker is what I would love. Largest possible available. Um, what do you think about a thousand points on a size table? Uh, what was the comp? Uh, oh, the comp was my one that so it was a thousand point tournament. The comp was my thousand point comp pack, which I've put up online, I think, previously. Might be on this wargamer.com. Uh, but effectively, it's um, no grand strategies, no allies, no units over 330 points, only two battle line. Um, yeah, those are the kind of the main points. No units over 330 points is kind of the key takeaway. Made the game super fun. Oh, my games, just to, just if you're interested in any way, my first game was against Fire Slayers. I took Zinch. I had, uh, I was it's called the Spawn List. I'd printed and painted eight Chaos Spawn. I, got, I was very lucky to play my friend Mark Colwell and Lex uh, at 2,000 points the week before, where I'm pretty obsessed, and played Nathan recently as well, where I'm pretty obsessed with creating Spawn with my Zinch army, the Burning Sigil of Zinch, and also the Magister. I've got the ability to create Spawn pretty easily, especially with Destiny dice. Um, so, uh, uh, or Destiny dice on the Magister. It doesn't affect the Burning Sigil. Uh, so I played Fire Slayers, lovely guy. Um, I just blew up all of his Fire Slayers, turning everything to spawn. Uh, it was really sweet. He He's like, I've got a run and charge rune. Yeah, I've got plus two move. Yeah, run and charge on these guys. And I just blew up something. I blew up a little uh, dwarf and I was like, you locked in combat now. Sorry, no charges. He was like, oh. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, and then I played against I played I played Destruction what death oh, I played Zombies oh my god that was great uh, I played Zombies in the second so I played Soblight Grave Lords uh, and again very similarly I just turned a load of things into spawn and kept using those spawn to like pin his army in and then murder some stuff which was really cool and then in my final game I played against the dreaded Iron Blaster only the one though uh, and some Noblars Really fucking sweet guy. Like, he's only been playing for like six months, just got into it, knew everything he needed to know. It was great. He just made a bit of a tactical mistake in screening with his Noblars uh, in front of his Iron Blasters lead belchers. So one of those motherfuckers got turned into a spawn, and then he just kept getting locked in combat as I just slowly walked up the board, just locking each unit in combat and just popping mortal wounds with the Burning Sigil. That Burning Sigil is amazing for 60 points. So that was my weekend. It was just creating spawn. Maximum spawn I created in one game was seven. Unfortunately, I only had maximum four on the board at once. The dream was eight. That was the dream. Then I would run out of spawn, but it didn't, didn't happen. So uh, more, maybe at 2,000 points, I can get that done. Um, uh, spam list more light, am I right? Correct. Uh, should have screened Noblars with the Iron Blaster. Correct, he should have. He technically actually should have. Um, that was the bit. 
Uh, they should be trying narrative-centric games like Necromunda or something similarly wild. I agree. Uh, step one of the Dennis system is demonstrate value. Sounds like what they're doing, going for. Correct. Demonstrate value. That's what they're doing. I love the sound of that. Just giving you that extra thing to care about. I'm there uh, to play competitive games, but I also love the general to have a reason to be there. This is kind of my point as well. Thanks, Johnny Thunder. Hope you're well. Really excited about seeing you both at Christmas. Um, the You're just adding to a game. Why not just add to the game that you're playing? That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, there's been a almost persistent and constant attack on tournament gamers online for years, years and years and years. Uh, whack, win at all cost players, ridiculous. Um, I hate Golden Demon, win at all cost painters. Um, they'll spend months just painting a single model. I personally think win at all cost painters or WAPs. Uh, <laughs> I can't even not laugh. I can't stand the WAP. It's what I'm saying. Um, uh, <laughs> how do you make that many spawn? Uh, just work really hard. I don't think Twitter gatekeepers are ready for this narrative story, Bob. You've learned from these malarkey bunks in Tibet. The thing is, and this is important, I've always been this person, as are many of you. It's a fake mis... Like, it's just a lie. It's just disingenuous to say that tournament gamers aren't also narrative gamers. Because they are. Like, almost all the time. Like, they're very rarely not actually invested in the miniatures and the story. And that's the takeaway, that there's also a vehicle to do this now. Right. Uh, win at painting. Yeah, can you imagine that? Trying hard to win at painting. Uh, right, first night wish, now narrative. Who are you? I was actually there, CB some Black, so FYI. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. Go check it out. Obviously, links to everything in the, below. Um, go check out the website. Sign up. Uh, if you are a TO, try and run an event. I know you can talk to the boys. Uh, they'll help you if you want to just work out. It's fucking easy. Just create an account, put your army in, you're done. It's super easy. Like, and then just crack on. I, that's it. That's all I'm going to say. Loads of love. See you soon. Bye.